0: Coming up on the Santana Moss Show, the Redskins have a new toy, and he's a living
1: legend. who Josh Norman looks the same. Maybe because this is a vest that he's wearing in practice.
0: Some hater had the nerve to say Nick Saban is overrated and called him a cheater.
1: What? The champ is here. Ronda has Rosen again. WWE new champion, Ronda Rousey. And taking L's this week. Madonna
0: and Kanye. Need I say more?
1: And the Santana Moss Show starts now. Yeah. the Santana Moss Show. From the field yeah. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week is a lyrical thing. Whoop, 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 whoop.
0: Yeah, uh ready. uh uh uh. Santana Mars Show Podcast. What's up, brother? How are you, my brethren? I'm good, man. Santana Mars, Travis Thomas. How was your weekend, Tana Man? Oh. Um <laughs> where you want me to start at, man? <laughs> where do you beginning. want me to start at? I, from the beginning. I, I mean,
1: it seems like these days I've been having <laughs> one of those whirlwinds of a weekend. I'm, I'm always doing something yep. from being on, you know, um, TCD, to your show, a little segment on your show, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my book back drive this weekend. I also went and participated, well, watched, I was a guest at uh, Maryland Live to watch a fight they had about there that was basically, I think, being aired on CBS. Okay. Boxing? See, yeah, boxing. Okay. I went to see one of, the, one of my favorites, a local hero, Chop Chop. Oh, yeah. Corley. Chop uh, Chop um, Corley. He got robbed this weekend, man, for one of his fights. I mean, he, he fought the guy to the end. Didn't knock the guy down. The guy ran from him. The guy was seventeen and old. Chop chop was a surprisingly 53, 31, and yeah, one or something. Been fighting 50, a long Yeah, he time. been fighting. He had eighty three something fights. Yeah. But um, I had a great weekend, man. I I did some good and I enjoyed myself at the same time.
0: That's good, man. I had the first birthday for my child. Oh,
1: how about, that? How about that? Oh man, from first the, birthday from buddy. the onesie alone. I was like, yeah, <laughs> he ready. Yeah. yeah, look at my man. So, my good friend Dave
0: is a Miami Hurricanes fan. Die hard. That's Cannot dope. wait to meet Santana,
1: by the way. That was dope. He brought him a Canes onesie with the turnover chain on it. So Duco knows, like, automatically now he's a Cane. Like, from birth, yeah. like, he has been put into one of those onesies that yeah. you can't turn back. I, I can't see him five years from now and yeah. he say, hey, Dad, let's go check out Maryland. Only time he's going to go check out Maryland is when they playing UM because he want to see his Canes, roll You got to let him know that. I will say this
0: recruiting has already started for this kid (laughs) because all my friends mostly are ACC guys so Mm. yourself of course I have a lot of Clemson buddies I have a Florida State buddy diehard so the recruiting's already started and then my best friend lives in Wisconsin who I'm going to see this weekend so you know he's trying to get him badgers so there's a lot going on but this is his first onesie so there an you go. An right, that's the an introduction. And the chain, you know, oh, blinged man. out. But, Tana, I went real extra with the party, man. Like, I would say about halfway through the party, I realized, you know what? I've wasted a lot of money today.
1: <laughs> I, he, he's only one.
0: He's one. He's he, not going to remember. He's this. not, re- not going to remember. He did not.
1: This is. He's going to um, have a good time, but he's not yeah. going to remember.
0: I bought a seven foot tall, this thing is Shaq
1: size, Tana, football man made out of balloons. That happened. Well, guess what, man? You live and you learn one. I always say that. Yeah. But you only live once, too, at the same time. And you can always remember and say, hey, this is what we went went all the way in for your first birthday. No doubt. And that's your first. I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to experience it like any other parent will. They will go out there and say, I'm going to give him things that he's not going to remember. But guess what? (laughs) For this little moment, he's going to appreciate because he's not going to know what's going on. The folks that's there, we're having a good time for him. So I mean, you did what most parents would do. I did the same thing. Well, I tell you
0: this, I would say birthdays two through six, I ain't doing a damn thing. Yeah,
1: you probably won't be five years old. Yeah, we'll give five six right? right.
0: Yeah, I don't remember anything until like I would even say. More than that, maybe this is, six, seven-ish. I did it like this.
1: My first, he got to experience the one-year-old birthday, right. and then it was five, and it was ten. Oh, you did milestones. Got to. Milestones are better to me. That's better memories. And so all the ones after him, they had to deal with it. That we not even doing one. We're going to have a good gathering. Right. We're going to have your ice cream and cake. And then at five, oh, we're going to party. And we'll go we're hard. We're going to party because ah. now you're really going to remember it. You're going to enjoy it a little more. And I learned from my first. I hey, have, man,
0: why you ain't tell me this sh- earlier, man? Well, you, you tell know, me after I, I spent all this money, man. It's
1: your first, man. You ah. have to, you, like I said, you live and you learn. True. So you did that.
0: True that. All right, so. One person who's lived and learned a Hall of Fame career is Adrian Peterson, but now he comes here to the Redskins. Obviously, the Redskins having injury issues at the position. Tana, give me your initial thoughts when you
1: found out AP signed with the Skins, and then overall, how do you think this will work out? Well, my initial thoughts was I heard the news that they was bringing in running backs. Right. You know, They had a group of guys came in Sunday, and then when you hear those guys, then you say, oh, news alert. Redskins are bringing in Adrian Peterson, AP, all day. And straight off the bat, they're going to sign him. That's how I thought about it. Man, this guy's in shape. I know how he works out just talking to Trent, just seeing some of those guys' footage on social media. He's going to come here and be ready. I heard what he put out there in social media saying, hey, just let them know I do whatever it takes because he's hungry. He wants to be recognized as that all-day AP again. He wants to go out there because he's thirsty to go out there and prove that he can still run, tote the ball the way he's, he's got something left. He has something left. I mean, and you got to think about it. This guy's 33 years old. You have a guy, and Frank Gore, my old Miami alumni guy, he's down there still doing it. He's still chucking. The one thing that Frank Gore has on AP is that Frank Gore haven't missed games in the last, what, you know, eight years. So when you look at AP's history of injury and all that stuff, it's only fair that they treat them the way they are, but that's something that they should stop doing. Give a guy a chance. If he was once this guy, see if he can be that guy again. And I think that's what he's hoping, that he can get a chance again. I don't know where he fits in at when it comes to what opportunity they're going to give him here, Yeah, not knowing if it's going to be off the bat say, hey, you're the starter, or we're going to let you compete to be a starter. But just knowing that he's on our team, give us a chance to say we have a security blanket if we may need a guy that knows how to get the job done.
0: It is so refreshing to have someone who shares my exact same viewpoint on this. Because everyone I've talked to in this industry is like, this is a head-scratching move. He's clearly washed up. Never. I'm never. like, here's the thing. If they went out and they paid this guy a bunch of money, okay, fine. I'd probably be on that side of the fence. But Tanner, the reality is they're paying him the veteran minimum, yeah, yeah. for God's sakes. And the injuries they have at the position outside of Darius guys are not world-enders. Yeah. I mean... We're talking about potentially a few weeks here. If AP does not perform, they could cut him when guys get healthy and start coming back into the fold. So to me, it's such a low-risk, high-reward move. It's a win-win, brother. Yeah, it's because a guess what? Now, if he's here and the next few weeks he balls out, Well, now you got some decisions to make because you're like, okay, here we have this Hall of Fame guy playing well. We have some young guys who are unproven getting back healthy, What decision do we go in? So I actually agree with you. I think the Redskins made the right move by bringing him in. Plus, think about this, Tana. This is a Hall of Fame guy who's been there, done that at the highest level. He's going to help your young guys not only at the running back position – but at any position, push you don't think he's going to talk to a Josh Doxson in that locker room? I'm going to push him. I mean, to me, this move makes all the sense
1: in the world. And again, low risk, high reward. You got 33-year-old Adrian Peterson right. that last year rushed at 32 years old for, for more than, what, 500-something yards and playing in only probably, what, seven games, you know, sparing time from uh, New Orleans to Arizona. To me, we had guys here, they were considering to be the starter that played in all 16 games that had probably the same Out of stats. Right. So AP is AP. Until he proves me differently, then he's AP. He's all day Adrian Peterson. Now, roles come into effect with that role or whatever role they give him, allow him to be successful. I don't think he was allowed to be successful last year. So, yes, those naysayers might have so much to talk about because. Yes, it's hard to be yourself if you're not the man. You know, being a running back in this league, being a running back in any team, you have to get a chance to be established. I talked about this last year with P. Ryan. Everyone was so down on this kid. He's a rookie for one last year, and he wasn't given the chance to be successful because, one, the offensive line was falling into the shambles, and he didn't get a chance to get going. So now you have a guy like Adrian Peterson that, you know, he's going to have a role, whether, you know, we like it or not. Hopefully, you know, we find out sooner than later. But if you give this guy a role and say, hey, we're going to use you here, we're going to use you there, I'm pretty sure he's going to make the best of that opportunity. And like I said before, he's a veteran that knows how to get the job done. We have a bunch of young talent. We was trying to hang our hats on another young talent that got hurt. You know, surprisingly, we get this opportunity because you don't get this many chances to get a back like Adrian Peterson out here as a free agent. So due to the fact that we have this luck on our side, hoping he's going to push these other guys in the room, who made these guys be? Somebody got to step up. And know that this guy's not here just to be here. He's here to compete and here to contribute. I want to stick with the Redskins for a second. For those people who don't know,
0: Santana is an absolute cyborg mutant when it comes to training and staying in shape. And this story is just, I have to get your take on this. Defensive back coach Torian Gray noticed on tape that Josh Norman should have been making some plays where he was jumping for a football to intercept it or break it up. And he wasn't quite explosive he wasn't making the play come to find out josh norman practices with an 18 pound weight vest under his pads Mm. santana what the hell for
1: what advantage do you get there and were you shocked when you heard about this I was shocked because you hear so many different regimens, you know, from guys in the league and even, you know, coming out of college, guys going to try to push themselves to the extreme to right. get the best out of them, you know, and Josh just knowing what he went through last season, everybody like, "Oh, we paid him all this money. He didn't have an inception. Oh, he, is he worth it?" He said, "Hey, I want to push myself. I want to go out there and see if I can get more out of me to be the best I can be this year." And surprisingly, he's been practicing since OTAs with a weighted vest. Has this been something that I've, I've seen before? No. Do I hurt other guys going to the extremes at times, doing things to push themselves to the limit? Yes, I have. And even myself, you know, some of the things that we did at the University of Miami through our college days, we got in the league and we felt like we was better than a lot of these guys in the league. Because of so, training methods The training and methods, like that. the different things of running in the sand. We did everything in the sand. We had a sand pit on campus. Out there on our field. So we looked at that like, man, we run one tens in the sand, or not really one tens, but we sprinting sixty to eighty, you know, meters in the sand and, and we doing the L drill and uh, the W, you name it. Whatever drill we had to do on the grass, we did it in the sand. So it gave us a little more. So when we got on that grass, everything was like, you know, lightning speed, you know, to us. We was like just that much faster than everybody. And people wondered why we was so good. You know, when we was good, because we put out there and went out there and and went to the extreme measures when it came to performing or preparing ourselves to perform well on Saturdays. We actually came into the NFL and said, guess what? Coach, whatever you got going on for us in the offseason, I want to go back to UM and be able to participate in their off-season workouts, and then I promise you that i come back and be the best I can be. And some coaches gave those players that nod. Okay, go do it. I know mm. the Redskins gave us that nod. The Jets didn't give me that nod, but I still would partake in both the Jets and— Your own stuff. And my own stuff. So I'm not surprised that a Josh Norman say, hey, I'm in the prime of my career. I'm a guy that they paid a lot of money to. They want me to show up, so therefore I'm going to do some things and I'm going to take some extreme measures You know, with, with some of these things I'm going to do in my workout regimen to make sure I'm the best I can be. And I'm all for it. I have mixed emotions. This is my first time
0: hearing about this in football. Like, in combat sports, guys train with weighted gloves because when you get in the fight, you know, and you get the regulation gloves, they're a lot lighter and you feel fast as lightning, right? Uh, Muhammad Ali is is famous for jogging in military boots because they're they're heavy and the sweat weighs them down. And then when he gets in the ring... He was super fast on his feet. So I've heard it in combat sports. I've never heard it in football where a guy wears a – it just in principle, it just doesn't seem safe. Like a weighted uh, vest under
1: your pads just sounds like a horrible idea. I'm pretty sure it's not the first time. Like, trust me, I remember being young and wanting to have vert. Right. I wanted to be a guy that can dunk. Mm -hmm. And I remember – we had um, Cross Street from my home in Myrtle Grove down in um, Miami Gardens. It's considered Miami Gardens now, it was Kara City. They changed the name for whatever reason to make it feel safer. But we had this park. We had a school, Myrtle Grove Elementary. At the school, the blacktop was eight feet rims. At the park, the blacktop was 12 feet rims. I will wear ankle weights so and jump at the eight feet rims saying that if I can dunk eight feet sooner in sixth grade. With the weights with on. The weights on I should be able to touch 12 feet at least. And I remember sixth grade, ah, going up there. Fall on my back a couple of times, guys laughing, and I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest. I'm trying my hardest. And before you know it, take the weights off, oh, I'm dunking. Wow. I'm dunking eight feet. I'm dunking eight feet. I'm dunking eight feet. Seventh grade, I'm dunking eight feet. Now I'm like, man, before I even got ninth grade, I'm like, I got to go out to that 12 feet rim. yep. And I'm going up there at 12 feet, <laughs> in ninth grade, and I'm getting the ball up there. So I'm Ooh. like, Just think of what I can do on a 10-feet rim. Right. And before you know it, 10th grade, I'm sprouting. Boom. Boom. And guys like, man. And then before you know it, I'm in track, and I'm one of the best in the state of Florida in triple jump and long jump because I went to them extreme measures just trying to dunk a basketball. So I'm all for it because I understand that, you know, sometimes you have to go to those measures to try to get what you want. And I didn't know as a 12-year-old that me wearing these ankle weights was going to eventually help me in my vertical. I can tell you one thing that I found out also when those ankle weights, I hurt my knees a little bit. Yeah, it put extra, I did. It, yeah. put, it put water in my knees, and the doctor told me, hey, you can't do that, la, 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 la. But I got hurt out of it. Right. So I had to give something to get something, and I was all for it at that young age. It you got older, and you had those knee surgeries, and you're like, ah, oh, I probably Jenna gave too it. much at a young right. age. So the only thing I would say when it comes down to that, as long as he knows what he's doing and it's helping him, it's going to benefit more than it's going to hurt hinder him then I'm all for it but I do believe that if you put that kind of pressure on you you have nothing but room for success because he's gonna know how to go out there and play within the lines a little more efficient you know he's gonna be able to know say hey I'm gonna take these reps and be more critical On my technique and my sound, I can't be athletic right now. I can't use my athleticism because of these weights on me, and I don't want to hurt anything, so I'm going to be technique sound. And with all that said and done, when you take that weight off, technique sound comes into being a little more athletic, and then now you're you're bursting on those breakouts or or those breakouts when you're getting to your back pedal. You're making more of an effort on the ball that you didn't see coming before you tried this look technique. That's what I don't understand is, you know, how come no one does a story on me? I do my job
0: carrying <laughs> extra weight, too. It's called a beer belly. I do my job every day with extra weight on me in the belly area. Oh, man. What's the problem? Uh, Ten, I want to stick with football. Some anonymous coach out there. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this because I don't have a lot to say. No. This is ridiculous. Some anonymous coach in college football said that Nick Saban is overrated because he's a cheater. Tana, last I checked, Nick Saban's not in any scandals. His team's, I mean, they're kicking ass every year. They put guys in the league. This is
1: hate, right? And you're anonymous. You won't even put your name behind it. At the end of the day, you didn't have enough Loser. to talk about because you didn't want to put your name on it. If you ain't putting your name on it, then you have no proof. When you have a Nick Saban winning the games that he's winning for the last, what? Forever. Forever, <laughs> exactly, forever. He's tapped into something that work for him I tip my hat off to him because one he did it in LSU now he's doing it over there in Alabama so it has to be what he's preaching you know one of the things that people fail to realize is that you don't become a Nick Saban or you don't become a great coach on any level unless you went through some hardship for sure he had his hardship he experienced it in this level on the NFL level and he said you know what I was doing so well here I tried to the gra- I thought the grass was greener over here, and I went over here to experience it. Let me get back to what I know. I know how to be a motivator. I know how to groom these kids to be men and to put them into this league that we call the NFL and be great pros. So let me go back and tap into what I know best. And right. I-, I tip my hat off to him because it's hard to do. I'm a guy that come from a school that has so much recognition of being great. We had so much recognition of our dominance in the 80s to where that when we failed, Everyone use us as the laughing stock, you know, everyone wants to laugh at the you because they hated us for so many years And I understand why but I do recall an era when I came in in 97 when they had about 10 scholarships because they was on probation mm. and coach Bush Davis He don't get enough credit for this and I'm gonna bring his name up because now he's the Florida International head coach down right down the street from University of Miami, but Bush Davis he don't get enough credit for the guys that he recruited through those years of hardships. He had to say, you know, I'm a pick and choose. I'm a wisely handpick these guys to say, as long as I bring them in, the other guys will follow. Right. And he did that. And he found ways of getting a guy like myself, the Santanas, the, um, the hidden gems, the diamonds in the rough found a way to say, hey, if this guy has potential in any other sport, then maybe we can bring him in with that sport. And then if he can walk on our team, if he's truly a football player, then, hey, we'll give him a scholarship if he shows us that he can go out there and compete with these guys. So right. he found ways to make do to say that I'm going to bring these guys in the way I bring them in because I have to you know, handpick them. I can't just go out there and get a dump load of guys and be great. And we end up bringing that dominance back. Yeah. You know, If you think about it that's what Nick Saban's been doing because Nick Saban don't have to go through a probation era. He He don't have to go through that because all he have done is won. And who's not going to want to come to the school when you're a winner? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So for any guy that's out there that don't want to put their name on what they stand for or stand by, you have to understand what his track record reads. He's a winner. Right. So as a kid coming up in high school, where you want to go, son? I want to go win. I want to go win. I want to go to the league. I want to go to the
0: league, yeah. Everyone
1: is hungry for that check at the yep. end of the day. And most of these kids are coming from areas, man, where they don't have it. Yep. All they know is football. Some of them do it year-round. If you're a Florida boy, year-round. Grass is always green in Florida. I mean, let me go ahead and talk about Florida if you want to come down to Florida <laughs> <and> <laughs> recruit. Be a part of what we do. Recruit. Now, I'm not talking about Florida State. and I'm not talking about Florida. My the Gators. Day or not even South Florida UCF. But the boys down in Miami, the you. you check our track record out, man. We we put out nothing but dominant. Dominant. And Turnover that's one of the change. things I'm saying. Like, you know, it's where you come from, right. what you're breeding. we breeding the best of the best. And no most doubt. of our guys are going to Alabama because they like, hey, we want a part of that. It's the best. Yeah. And I think that he knows what it takes right. to get those guys. So, I won't never come out my mouth wrong about a coach that's doing it right, you know? Until they say something differently, you know, respect that man. Respect what he's doing. He showed you last year that even at our darkest of moments, in the most critical situations, yep. in the biggest game, in the biggest stage, I can find a way to get somebody to Show us that we can win this game. Switched the damn quarterback at halftime, <laughs> came back and won the national championship. Hey, you can't. It's crazy. You, you can't hate on a man when he can win like damn. that. So at the end of the day, man, you know, if you can't put your name on it, man, I ain't listening to you. Exactly.
0: By the way, Saban gets a bad rap for his NFL career because he wanted the Dolphins management yes. to go pay Drew Brees. Yes. And Dolphins ownership it. and management wanted Dante Culpepper, who's a fine quarterback, but he had injury issues. The rest mm-hmm. is history. Imagine if Saban got... Breeze in Miami, it'd be a different narrative. All right, Tana, Ronda Rousey wins the WWE Women's
1: Championship at SummerSlam. Were you impressed? For one, <laughs> I'm happy. No, for one, I'm happy for Ronda because if you saw her demise in the MMA, beat down twice. Trust me, bro. Like I'm a guy that always root for the underdog, but I also root for the top dog when you're on top of your game. For sure. Like I say about Floyd Mayweather, like when it comes to him in boxing. People can hate Floyd Miller for who he is outside that ring. There's a lot of folks out there that hate him for that. But you can't hate for what he does inside that ring. Right. And when he steps in there, he's prepared to go toe-to-toe for how many of the rounds it is. And we was expecting that to be Ronda's career in MMA. She was the poster girl for you name it, in movies, in MMA. She was like, to me, she, it, it could be nothing done wrong in our eyes when it came to her and to see her fall the way she fell to see her go through what she went through the depression part of it to just doubting herself I'm happy to see her regain that confidence and go and take on something new and I think it only helps WWE it only helps her Whole brand when it comes to what else she's doing. I just saw in a movie, I forgot the movie name, I believe it was 22 Mile or something like that. Oh, yeah. It was yep. weird on Mark Warburg. Yeah. Oh, man, it just helps what she's doing. And to see now she's a champion again, mm-hmm. I think it only helps WWE, but I also think it helps what she's trying to do to regain that confidence in who she stands for herself, you know, to be able to walk with her head high. Because regardless of who we are, man, as athletes, people fail to realize that we're humans. And she's a human. So for all the stuff that she got thrown at her for losing, for getting beat down, because it, it was a beat down brutally, and then she got back, she found that confidence and and put that behind her and got back out there and, and realized that maybe I'm not as confident as I thought I was because I don't have it. It happens to us all. I experience it in football. You know, you go out there and you put a couple of L's on the field with some drops or not be yourself and... Five weeks later, you're still trying to find yourself, right? So, you have to regain that confidence, you have to keep going, you have to keep getting up for one. So, that's what I applaud her for. Keep getting up and saying, Hey, I'm gonna try something new. You know, regardless of what I do, they're gonna talk about me, whether it's my goods or my bad. They're gonna they have something to say. She's a champion again, and I think it brings a different light to WWE. It brings more light to the women's part of it. Yep, that now you have Rhonda representing them, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be more contenders now that's trying to go out to her belt. So, I'm happy for her. You talk like this is
0: MMA, like it's UFC. <laughs> you know damn well when she signed earlier this year, they said, "All right, look here." In uh, August, we're gonna give you the belt. <laughs> I mean, it's fixed. But here's the thing, man. And look, I, will, you, I say that it, for you. It is. It's. it's we know that. It's we know phony. That. We know that. But it is a feel-good story, yeah. and I think if they market it right, it can be yes. inspirational to people. Yes. Hey, you know, you get you get knocked down, you get back up. All those cliches. Because one thing's for sure. Even though she she caught the L's at the end of her career, look, man, her legacy in MMA is forever. What yeah. she did for women's mixed martial arts in the UFC is solid. It's, at the end of the day,
1: done. we know what we know, and those folks out there that's fans of WWE, right. they don't wanna hear that part. Right. It, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't wanna hear that part. They care less. They see those, and it's they, entertainment. You know, it's entertainment, right. and that's, at the end of the day, they're entertainers. So that's right. You know, give them their credit for being great entertainers, but at the same time, regardless of if it's fixed or not, they still get hit with those chairs. They yeah. still fall on that canvas the way they getting do. they still around. going thrown across that rope. Yep. You still have to be who you are. Like be an athlete. Have to be ready for that stuff. Yeah. And if you're gonna give me the belt or not. I still have to take the L when you don't give it to me. Right. You know what I mean? So it's fixed, but at the end of the day, those fans come there to see the show, and they yeah. are great entertainers at what they're doing, and for you to be able to still have what you have in you after all you've been through, right. this happens being tipped to be tip us.
0: No doubt. One time for Ronda. Uh, you mentioned taking L's. That's a perfect transition to taking <laughs> L's. Tan, I got two people in music that I want to give the L's to. <laughs> First of all, we'll start with, madonna and the bizarre mtv award tribute to the queen of soul aretha franklin madonna got up there first of all i don't know what the hell she was wearing secondly she does this like whole bizarre speech that it was more about madonna grown up now granted she's from detroit aretha franklin's from detroit so She's she, not
1: from there, but she made a move there. She's right. from Memphis. She kind
0: of tied it together yes. with Detroit and all that, and I get that. But it was more about Madonna and how, I guess, Aretha, you know, in spider, influenced her. In and then she did her own
1: song. She didn't even do Aretha's music. Most of the time you hear someone paying a tribute to something or someone, right. they're singing their song. So so why was Madonna even in that situation to even pay a tribute to her. Right. For one. I know she wasn't going to sing none of her songs, but that's not her era. When I heard the whole story about her tribute, I didn't know nothing about it. I had to read up on it a little bit and everyone was just giving us so much flock because it was all about her. Yeah. So I say this, why would they even put her in that situation? Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, I understand that, yes, we want to pay tribute. We want to recognize her career, her fabulous career, and then just everything she's done for R&B, you name it. Soul, all that. Music. Period. But Madonna wasn't the person you go out there right. and say, you know, let me put her in this situation. But I would say that I appreciate her trying to pay homage. Mm-hmm. You know, we appreciate that. But at the end of the day, you have to understand where you're at and what the people are expecting of you.
0: It's almost like Fergie when she did the national anthem at the All-Star Game. She tried as an artist to take a chance, yeah. but it, maybe it wasn't that the wasn't right time for you. You yeah, know what right. I mean? At the end
1: of the day, you could have got there and said, hey, I want to give... Moment of silence for whomever you were speaking on. And to me, I would have gave you more credit than that than trying to make this thing about yourself. But there's Madonna, so we can't give it too much.
0: I I almost remember something similar with the VMAs, and it was after Prince had passed, and they did kind of a weak-ass tribute, or it might have even been the Grammys or something. And then the BET Awards were like two weeks later, and I remember seeing a promo where BET was like, you know what? We're gonna give you a real Prince tribute. Yeah. And then they did. They had every artist ever to a Prince tribute. So I wonder the next award show in the rotation, whoever it is for music, if they're gonna kinda it's only right. it's if they're only gonna right. take that and be like, right. look, this was handled wrong. Watch us. It's We're gonna, right. you know,
1: honor the Queen of Souls around. Right I just found out from a friend of mine that Aretha was from Memphis. And the home that she grew up in is still there. She bought the home and told him, do not touch it. Wow. Leave it as it is. So this past weekend when she passed, a friend of mine went in and took footage of it. He went there and saw it and everyone left flowers there and everything. And she's big in Memphis. I never knew this about her. I never knew that she even was from Memphis. You know, you always hear about the Detroit days because – she moved there with Motown. She right. moved there because she started with Motown, and that's where she stayed. She later just, hey, this is home, you know what I'm saying? Even after all the money she made, she found a place in Michigan to stay. But uh, just to hear some of the things I heard from a friend of mine, he went up to Memphis, and he's, he told me, like, hey, man, I didn't know Aretha Franklin was from here, wow. and everyone is, like, tributing in her great career, a great woman, stood up, yeah. did a lot for music. And um, beyond her genre, you know what I mean? And uh, it, you, you, you hate to see them go the way they go. You know, we know one day in this world we're all going to be gone, man. So definitely shouts out to Aretha Fenglin and, and what she meant to the music world. Bro,
0: the other one is, what's up with your boy Kanye, man? Did you see the young-ass slippers he was
1: wearing at 2 Chain's wedding? <laughs> it's a myth to his madness, man. You know what? It's a, Kanye does what he does because he's promoting something. And and I, Young think, ass I, think, I think them slippers are going to be out soon. It's probably going to be um, probably 150 that we're going to have to go online and, and buy. And you probably going to stand in line at the store or either online and still don't get a chance to get those slippers. So Kanye finds a way to take any L that he takes and make money out of. Now, so, you a shoe guy. I'm you a- got Yeezys. I know
0: damn well, Tanner, you ain't going to buy half your size in slippers because it say Kanye <laughs> on it. I wear 13. I ain't wearing no damn sixes. In slippers, because Kanye said it was cool.
1: If the slipper got a little boost on it, because it's Adidas, you know what I'm saying? I might go ahead and, 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 and copy it, whether it's uh, half of my size or not, man. But Kanye ain't taking no L's, man. I care. That's what you want to say. Save Kanye from this segment, because we're going to talk L's. But at the end of the day, Kanye, it, it was an L for everyone in the world to see him like that, because you don't want to see Kanye attending anyone's wedding in slippers. Right. But he had his Louis Vuitton suit on. And... They thought he had dirty socks on, but it was just his socks matched his suit. And the slippers did as well. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I won't be surprised if we hear later that those slippers oh you know God. gross over, you know, some crazy million something, you know. So I'm I'm not even tripping, just. man. Kanye's gonna find a way to get out of this L list. But well, listen, Kanye apparently doesn't take L's on this show, but neither do y'all,
0: because this show is available on Apple Podcast. Spotify. YouTube, we're on everything. The Santana Moss Show podcast, go get that thing because it's Liddy, Travis Thomas, Santana Moss, deuces. Show.
1: I don't pay attention to the MMA or not the whatever you call it, the MTV, MTV Uh what it's called, uh, uh, M whatever's. They suck. I'll show you. I don't know the name of it.
0: I think it is the MMA's, but check it. Is it? Do still suck.